This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is your call to action. Get prepared, America. Economy, survival, energy, disasters. This is USAprepares.com. Informative radio, educational radio. Interact now by emailing instructor at USAprepares.com or text at 434-390-7953. Class, please take your seats. Now, your instructor, Vincent Finelli. Class, I don't recommend uh, that you do anything that I wouldn't do. And uh, in that light, I just went to Harbor Freight Tools on the Internet, and we have many copies of what they call the Pittsburgh brand, Pittsburgh as in the city in Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh Pro, half-inch drive, 25-inch breaker bar, $16.99. Now, they have it with a nice cushion handle. You don't need that. And that's uh, $19.99. So $3 more for the cushioned handle. Just get the plain one. It's got the chrome, uh, the chrome finish on it. It works really well. We haven't broken one yet. And they are, they're pretty tough. Now, I'm not crazy about all Pittsburgh tools or Harbor Freight tools, but these are pretty good. They're real simple, and you can use them for, you can put, they're inexpensive enough to put in each car if you're fortunate enough to have a vehicle with a spare tire. About 27% of vehicles, new vehicles, do not have spare tires, um, and you can blame that on the accountants and the greedy shareholders and the greedy board of directors and the greedy management of the automakers. So 25-inch breaker bar. Um, and you keep it at your left-hand side in the passenger compartment right next to, at, at the base of the driver's seat, where you can reach it in a, in a hurry should you need to do any tuning up of an attacker. Okay? That's, that would be second choice if you don't have first choice, which would be your handgun. Next lesson, um, and, and this is this is a really important lesson to me, and and I insist on this. Now, I'm I'm pretty cognizant of this because we live in a rural area and on a dirt road with a gravel driveway, and the wind blows and dust lands on the windshield of vehicles that are parked outside. And even if the vehicles are parked in the barn with a concrete floor, dust still gets on the windshield. Now, what typically happens is you get in the car and you go. Well, if you have to use the windshield wipers, the windshield wipers, if you check them, you will find that there is grit, dust, sand, stuck to the base of the uh, windshield right where the windshield wiper blade meets the windshield. And if you use your windshield wipers, you will drag that grit across the windshield and scratch it. No question about it. It's guaranteed. And if you look at vehicles, you'll find that just about every vehicle has a scratched windshield. Because the operators of those vehicles don't wipe off the windshield wiper and wash the windshield before they drive if the car's been sitting for a few days. We do it all the time. We, we have a garden hose and we rinse off the windshield, winch, rinse off the windows to make sure that we can see out of them and that we're not going to scratch the windshield wiper should somebody bump into the windshield wiper switch. Kyle, your comments. Well, uh, that's further than I go, Vince. But uh, but I can tell you for sure that uh, I have I drive a lot of older rigs, older cars, and you can see the little tiny scratch marks if you look carefully in the right kind of light. You can see where the windshield wiper comes up and over, and it, it literally is uh, in an old windshield. You can actually see those little scratch marks starting uh, across the windshield. Uh, around here in Montana, I don't know about where you are, Vince, but there's so many rocks on the road and trucks and hauling gravel and everything like that. Ours don't usually last long enough to uh, get that bad. We usually have to have them replaced before they ever get that bad. But uh, we're lucky if we get, you know, six years out of a windshield around here. Okay. Uh, there is a lesson about repairing your windshield cracks uh, That's that's in the 
that's in the repair section. Uh, so I'm not going to get in that today. But there is there is a lesson on how to fix a cracked windshield uh, for about three dollars and thirty three cents. But um, there is a lesson, lesson number two hundred ninety seven. I'm kind of skipping around. Uh, it's called. I'm sorry. Um, lending your vehicle. Now, how many times have have you experienced someone asking you to borrow the family car? And you may have multiple family cars. How many times has someone said, uh, can I borrow your car? I just need to go and get this thing. So what do you do? Well, what we do is we nip it right in the bud. We say... We don't lend the family car. We don't lend our vehicles to anyone. But if it's an emergency and you need to go there, I'll take you there. But I'm driving. Or I'll get it for you. But we don't lend, and this, you know, that'd be before the genocide, right? We don't put people even in our car. Even people we know. We'll get it for them, but we're not going to lend the car. Kyle, any comments? Well, we don't uh, lend mine except the family. You know, I mean, obviously, if you've got, I've got four kids that are out and are not home. You know, none of them are home anymore. And so if one of them gets in a bind or something, of course, I will loan my car to them because they know uh, how to treat it. But uh, other than somebody else, I don't loan it to people. I that Even people that I know, I don't loan my cars out either. Yeah, and, and and when I said that, I I didn't mean your immediate family. I did not mean your children. I mean other people, neighbors, friends, coworkers. You know, uh, absolutely not. And and what happens? What happens if there's an accident? Who do you think pays the extra increased insurance charges? You do. You do. And who is going to take better care of your vehicle? than you who is going to be more cautious with your vehicle than you who is uh going to uh drive more defensively with your car than you just you and your family that's it so it's crazy to lend things like vehicles and equipment to other people and why is it that they don't have one why, why, why can't they drive their own? What happened? Is it because theirs is broken? I can understand that now. But uh, other than that, you know, if they ran out of gas, boy, that's a heck of a problem that they caused themselves, right? So why is that my problem? So we don't lend our tractors. We don't lend our chainsaws. We don't lend our trailers. We don't lend our cars. And we don't lend our tools. But we'll help somebody if we like them, and they're nice, and they're polite, and they appreciate it. We will help them. But we'll operate the equipment, the tools, etc. Kyle, any any further comments? Well, no. Uh, you pretty well covered that part right there because the reality, just like you said, Vance, is nobody anymore, almost nobody. I mean, virtually, I, I know maybe one guy that lives around here by me that would treat that I could know for sure would treat my equipment as good as I do. Right. That's right. So, and, and here, this is, here's another lesson and it's called park uphill. Right. So this, this is just a continuation, if you will, of lending the vehicle. So when you go to a parking lot, with the family car, everybody should know that, let's say you're going to the Chinese factory outlet. you got a big parking lot and lots of cars in there. Do you park closest to the, the entrance? That may be downhill, and a lot of times it is downhill. The front door, the entry door to the store. But everybody seems to want that closest parking space. I don't want that one. I want the one that's uphill, where no other cars are, because gravity is ever-present all the time. And 
gravity and the wind will take shopping carts that people carelessly leave all over the parking lot and it'll carry them downhill. You hardly ever see a shopping cart going uphill. It's got to be a <laughs> it's got to be a strong wind to push a cart uphill. Yeah. But it doesn't take much wind to push it downhill, okay? So I don't want my vehicle smashed into by a cart that was left by a careless and reckless person. So park uphill. And the other thing, Kyle, any comments about that? Nope. Uh, you got it. Good. Okay. So here's, here's the next one. So let's say, let's say you park your vehicle and the, the, um, the parking lot is tilted from right to left. So that means that, you know, it's it's kind of on a hill, but all the parking spaces are on a hill. So if you pull into a parking space and there's a car on either side of you and the car to your left is uphill, a little higher up than you, but it's a regular parking space and you have the regular amount of room in the parking space. If there's a passenger that gets into that car to your left and they open the door, there's almost a 100% chance that that door opened by the passenger is going to leave the control of that passenger and go flying into the side of your car. It's almost 100% certainty. I don't know why that is. People can't seem to hold on to their doors especially passengers, because the passengers don't seem to care as much about the car as the driver does. I'm talking about the other car. So I don't park where other car passengers or drivers can let their car door slam into the side of my car. That's why I don't have dings and dents in the side of my car, other than the ones that were put there by the previous owner. I buy used cars. Kyle, any comments about that? You know, I can't tell you, Vince, how many parking spots I've passed up just for that very reason. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly true. Yeah, and and it doesn't cost it doesn't cost more to walk. It's actually good. I mean, if you if you listen to class on Mondays, or or if we if you if you read this section on um, lessons about walking, you know, according to Doctor Sheely, you ought to do it anyway. You ought to take the farthest parking space. Just for your cardiovascular health. Okay, so that's parking uphill. Um, Passenger distractions. Young people seem to get excited about lots of things. And they make noises. They have outbursts and they shout and they get all excited about shiny things. Passenger distractions are a real problem for young drivers. Look, look, look. And that's not straight ahead. <laughs> that's, that's look over to the left or the right or turn around and look while you're going down the highway or while that young driver is going down the highway. Passenger distractions are a real problem. And I don't allow them in any of my vehicles. And I don't have that problem because only the family is in our vehicles, period. There are no other occupants in our vehicles other than family. And so, if I'm going somewhere, and they say, why don't you you ride with us? I'll go, well, I appreciate that. I'll follow you. I'll drive my own vehicle. That's what I do. We'll be right back. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 
That's 800-524-3810. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamg'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamg'day.com. Teamg'day.com. What kind of help does the IRS have for identity theft victims? If you suspect you're a victim of tax-related identity theft, go to irs.gov slash identity theft to learn how to prevent potential refund fraud and protect your tax account. At the IRS, combating tax-related identity theft is a top priority, and we are committed to prevention, detection, and assisting victims, and we're working with law enforcement to catch the criminals. For more info, go to irs.gov slash identity theft to learn what the IRS is doing to help protect you. Jose works on a farm. Safety is important. His boss calls 811 to determine where it's okay to dig. This protects Jose from hitting an underground line and from serious injury. Because Jose can't tell exactly where or how deep the lines are, he doesn't dig until 811 tells him it's safe. The most important thing is that Jose works safe and goes home to his family. For more information, visit farmsafe811.org. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the healthy body brain and heart pack to the healthy libido pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Pencils, paper, notebooks, iPads. Class is now in session. USAprepares.com. Educational radio. Set your memory to high power. Your USAprepares.com instructor, Vincent Finelli, at the controls. Class, I'd love to hear your comments. Uh, instructor at USAprepares.com. Instructor at USAprepares.com. Do you like these kind of lessons or not? Do you like, would you rather we went real fast? You know, like uh, uh, the equivalent of news in a flash, lessons in a flash? Or would you rather we flesh them out and give you more detail the way we're doing it today? Uh, today's, you know, we're going slowly. We're giving you more detail explaining why. Not just the what, but the why and the how and the where and the when. Um, here's, here's, a um, another, another lesson parking in the shade. So I park our vehicles in the shade and the reason is the sun is brutal on tires. It causes cracks in tires that would normally not fail. It makes them age very quickly. Even if the tire's not moving, just sitting in the sun. The other thing is it's rough on the paint. It's rough on the headliners. Depending on the color of your car, the darker the color of your car, the hotter the skin of the car gets the paint, the, the, the steel, the hotter it gets. And the headliners, the foam um, that's between the headliner and the roof of your car disintegrates. And the headliners fall down when the roof gets really hot. And the roof can get over 150 degrees in the sun. Over. So hot you can't touch it. You know, depending on the color of your car. And black's the worst. Dark colors are terrible in terms of heat absorption. Kyle, any comments about... And and the headlight lenses, the acrylic lenses. They can't take the sun either. Kyle, any of your comments about those things? uh, Sometimes I can't always get to shade, but I will always try, even in a parking lot, uh, if I can, uh, and if the sun's coming up in the east, I will point the car towards the west. uh, If I can get a parking spot that will do that to try to keep you know, uh, all of the the main part of the 
the sun from hitting the front dash uh, at the very least. I try to put it, well, try to park my car uh, pointed normally uh, north, and that way the east and west, it's hitting the side of the car somewhat, but uh, I try to keep it from hitting the windshield because inevitably the uh, the front dash the plastic that is on the front dash there will will dry out and crack, and it will just bake that uh, unless you put in some kind of a car, you know, a window shield that goes on the inside of your car, which is a great idea. I just don't always do it, but I do try to always park the cars toward the north, and that way if they're not getting the direct heat of uh, the rising sun or the setting sun. Very good. Here's uh, lesson number 275. Before getting in your vehicle, the family vehicle, this applies to everyone, everyone who is going to operate that vehicle, walk around the vehicle before getting in. There's a lot of reasons to do that. And as you're walking around, you can look for leaks. You can kind of look under the vehicle. Now, this could be if you've gone to the Chinese factory outlet and you're coming back to your car in the parking lot. You walk around it. Before you leave your driveway, if you have one, you walk around the vehicle. Sometimes you back up. Sometimes um, you don't. But if you walk around, you will see, if you're in a parking lot, you'll see if there's a baby carriage or a cart that's left behind you or someone drops something that's going to you know, damage your tires. You'll see if you have leaks coming out from either the, the rear of the car or the front of the car, meaning the engine or the differential in the rear, you, um, you can determine whether your tires are going flat just by looking at them. So you can see if they're hazards or, you're gonna, or you can see if you're, you're going to run over something, like a person or an animal. By just simply walking around the vehicle. And when I say walk around, 360 degrees. Kyle? Yeah, I agree completely, Vince. You save yourself a lot of trouble and a lot of uh, hassle. Uh, ruined tires, uh, hurt people, you know, broken toys, all kinds of stuff. If you just walk around and pay attention to your surroundings and what's what's around your car. And, and if you... There's a lesson uh, about this as, as well. And that is... Where is the best place to have a flat tire? Assuming, you know, the vehicle is not moving. It's wherever it is. It's better to have a flat tire in a parking lot or in your driveway than it is to have a flat tire while you're driving. So check your tires. The next lesson uh, when we come back from the break is unexpected guests. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com USA News Update. Attempts to impeach Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for his management of the border crisis are intensifying. The House Homeland Security Committee, led by Republicans, currently drafting articles of impeachment against the secretary. A potential vote on the House floor could take place as early as next week. 
The Justice Department is investigating the spending of campaign money on security services by Missouri Democrat Cory Bush's campaign. The prominent squad member, a vocal advocate of the defund the police movement, acknowledged the investigation Tuesday. She asserted her innocence, stating that her campaign is actively cooperating. Bush clarified that she utilized campaign funds as permissible for security expenses and emphasized that no federal tax dollars were involved. Winter has made itself known in Alaska. The northern state gets a lot of snow anyway. This year, they've accumulated more than eight and a half feet. John Schaefer, USA News. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492 800-509-4492 That's 800-509-4492 Class is back in session. Turn up the volume. USAprepares.com with the original survival economist, Vincent Finelli. Little side adventure class, so talking about lending your vehicle absolutely don't do it don't do it, don't do it. Unless, unless you're talking about family members um so there's a there's a case in uh, michigan and this the owner of a vehicle brought it to a dealership to have an oil change real simple thing right so he drops the vehicle off and uh the mechanic is working on the vehicle and another employee of the dealership mechanic is employed by the dealership and so is this other guy this 19 year old guy who doesn't know how to drive a stick shift and for some reason this 19 year old employee gets in the vehicle starts it and takes his foot off the clutch because he doesn't know how to drive a stick shift 
and runs over the mechanic changing the oil and kills him. So what happens next is unbelievable. Employees in the state of Michigan, there are some rules that say employees can't sue other employees or their company. So what happens is the family of the mechanic who was killed by this moronic 19-year-old who doesn't know how to drive a stick shift, who gets behind the wheel with the engine running, doesn't know what he's doing. He kills his fellow worker, his co-worker. The family of the man, the mechanic who was killed, decides to sue. But they can't sue the dealership for negligence, for hiring this moron. They can't sue the moron because he's a fellow employee. State rules say he can't do that. So guess who gets sued? You're not going to believe it. The owner of the vehicle, the guy who dropped it off for the oil change, who wasn't even there. Never lend your vehicle. Because let's say you go to a restaurant and they have valet parking and you have a nice car. Do you think they're not going to be doing burnouts with your car? What if they have an accident? What What if they're in Michigan and you end up getting sued for going out to dinner and passing your keys to a guy with a valet jacket or uniform on? Kyle, any comments? No, not on those, Vince. It's just, you cover it real well. Okay. Unexpected guests, lesson number 276. So when you do that walk-around class, uh, let's say you're a gal. And uh, and and you just hop in your car, and it's got a back seat, you know, like a sedan, and it's got tinted glass, like many vehicles have right now, and you can't really see in the vehicle too well. And you just hop in the seat, and you find out that someone has jimmied the locks, used the electronic um, uh, key, grabbed the code, copied your key remotely, which can all be done, is sitting in the back seat of your car, and now you're prisoner. What do you do about unexpected guests? Well, first of all, you don't get in your car and you look in the windows to make sure nobody's there. Kyle, any comments? Well, that's one good reason to not have too heavy of a dark tint on your rear windows. Mm -hmm. I do like to have tinted windows, but if you have too heavy of a dark tint on your rear windows, you can't see who's in the back unless you're uh, even in the... if you have it on the rear windshield, you can't see that either, you know, so that gives them anonymity and, and, you know, they can be hiding back there. So I agree, Vince, you just have to be careful. Uh, the other thing that I, I always uh, tell my kids is that if you're driving, uh, you drive with the doors locked. Uh, you just, if you don't, cause in the bigger cities and, and, when people go places, uh, there's these crazy people that'll walk right up and open your car door and try to get in. You know, drive with your doors locked. Okay, you just thought. covered less than 327. Lock your doors. Okay. Um, the best time to buy gas, class, when is the best time to buy gas? Does it matter? Now, assuming normal times, assuming the price isn't going up, you know, three times a day, assuming the prices are relatively stable. Because I can't advise you on the best time to buy gas in this current market. But before the, the, uh, the instability of the market, we certainly can. The best time to buy gas is in the morning. The morning. And here's why. Because overnight, typically, the temperature gets lower, lower, lower overnight. It gets cooler at night. And gasoline is sold by volume. Gasoline like other liquids, other than water, is more dense when it's colder. So you're actually getting a more fuel per dollar or unit of money when the fuel is cold than when it's warm. Warm fuel uh, takes up more space than cold fuel. That's why there's room for expansion in the fuel tank. So the best time to buy fuel, if you're paying by the gallon, in which we all are, is in the morning when the gas is the coolest. I don't buy gasoline from gas stations that have the, the gas tanks 
outside in the sun. I don't do that. I only buy fuel where the gas stations have the fuel underground, where the temperature is cooler. Now, if you buy gasoline that has just been delivered and the roads are hot and it's a hot day, that fuel is a lot warmer in the fuel tank in the tanker truck than it is uh, than the fuel is that's stored underground in the gas station's tank. So you want to buy fuel that is cooler because you get more fuel per dollar because the fuel is not expanded in the heat. Kyle, any comments about that? Yeah, I've got a couple of them. One, it's kind of funny, uh, but you will find out that if you are going on a trip and you fill your car up first thing in the morning and you are driving as you're taking off and the day is heating up, because of that fuel expansion, you'll actually find that you get a little bit better gas mileage. Uh, The other thing that you do not want to do as far as filling your car up is unless you're driving, you know, 15 to 20 miles, uh, you don't want to fill your gas tank right to the very tip top. Uh, Don't do that because there is a, there's a canister in your, engine compartment that's part of your evaporative control system i can't remember the name of it right now for some reason i'm having a brain fart but anyway if you fill it up too much and you're not driving very far and that gas expands it will cause that uh the actual liquid to get into where there is a uh where this evaporative just the vapors are supposed to be yeah it's a charcoal canister yeah right so there's a there's a can it's it's a plastic can class with a rubber hose that's connected to the fuel tank and the va- the reason you don't smell gasoline outside modern vehicles I'm talking about uh vehicles probably since the after the 60s after the 1960s I'm calling them modern vehicles you don't you don't smell gas fumes like you used to in the 60s and before is because of this uh, containment system, which is a charcoal canister. So it absorbs the fumes of the gasoline. And if you fill your tank too much, if it clicks off when you're filling the tank and you go, I can put another dollar's worth in. Well, that's the old days. I can put another gallon in. Um, if you do that, you can damage the uh, charcoal canister and you can uh, rupture the hose that goes to the charcoal canister as well. So don't do it. When it clicks off, it clicks off, unless there's something wrong with, with the fuel acceptance of your tank. If there's a known problem and you have to, um, you know, uh, keep squeezing that pump handle to, to fill it up, that's one thing. But under normal circumstances, when it clicks off, stop right there. Okay. Um, next lesson, number 279 is, and these are out of order, who pays for gas? Now, why is that a concern? Well, when, and this is the family car. So there's an assumption there that there are younger people driving. And if mom and dad are paying for gas all the time, there is very little understanding about the cost per mile and the fuel that the vehicle uses. There's very little understanding if a young person never pays for gas. But if they start paying for gas, they will start seeing that fuel gauge go down faster the farther they push on the accelerator. So Jackrabbit starts... Eat fuel like crazy. Stop and go driving. Eats fuel like crazy. Hurrying up and waiting. Eats fuel like crazy. Uh, Excessive idling. Eats fuel like crazy. So who pays for gas? Everybody should pay for gas. Everybody that uses the vehicle to get a full understanding of what it costs to run that machine. Kyle? Yeah, I agree completely, Vance. Yep, I used to tell the kids, you know, if they wanted to, Dad, can I borrow the car to go in town, do blah, 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 hang out with friends or whatever like that, they were going to do something. I'd say, that's fine. Just, you know, put 10 bucks in, you know, because, and and they all earned their own money. One way or the other, they never got an allowance, not once. Uh, and my kids always earned my, their own money. Same thing with me when I was up. My dad would let me borrow it, same thing. But back then, Dad would say, you know, put five bucks in. You know, it was no big deal. Uh, but dad would let me borrow it because he knew I'd never have ever wrecked one of my dad's cars and or trucks or anything like that. So he would just turn me loose. And you learned that, you know, it costs there. Has, you have to take responsibility for your actions, whether that is good or bad. 
And that's the biggest problem we've got in our society right now is personal responsibility or lack thereof. So I think it's a great idea. Okay. Fuel in the tank, since, uh, since everybody's buying fuel, never let the fuel tank get below a quarter of a tank. Never let the fuel tank get below a quarter of a tank. Should I say it a different way? And, and there's, there's a reason why. So what happens with fuel is there's always some amount of contamination that is delivered by the gas station into your tank. It can be a couple drops of water from the guy who used the nozzle last in the rain, and there's droplets of water, and the water ends up in the bottom of the tank. That's one thing. And there's silt, and there's dust, and there's fuel contaminants. And it ends up at the bottom. Gravity's always working, and it ends up in the bottom of the fuel tank. And what happens is that contamination is in greater concentration when you have less fuel in the tank. When you have a full tank to, um, to mix with the contamination, there's less parts per million of contamination if you have a full tank. When you have almost no fuel in the tank, there's a greater concentration of contaminants. Those contaminants fi- uh, plug up what's called the, the fuel filter, which is like a sock on the intake of the fuel pump. And where are the fuel pumps? Almost all the time now, they're in the fuel tank. So if you get a clogged fuel filter, all you have to do is take out the fuel tank and then take out the fuel pump. Sometimes you don't have to take out the fuel tank, but in a lot of trucks you do. It's a big problem. Some cars have an access uh, panel that you, um, you take out and then you get the fuel pump, take the fuel pump out, clean the sock. Or if the fuel sock or the fuel filter at the inlet of the fuel pump is plugged up, the fuel pump works really, really hard, and it burns out the fuel pump faster. Now, fuel pumps aren't all that expensive. You can probably get one for $150 or less. But the labor, by the time you're done, you're looking at $400. If you have a truck, maybe $750 to $1,000. You can prevent all that by never letting your fuel tank get below a half a tank. How many people do it? Very few. Never let your fuel tank get below a half tank. Uh, Kyle, your comments when we come back? Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. 
Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. No whining. Only expert guests and seasoned opinions. Instruction that matters. At the controls, Vincent Finelli. Hoping to get through four more lessons, but Kyle, uh, we've only gotten through 13 of the 67 lessons in the the chapter um, called Using the Family Car. Kyle, your thoughts about uh, fuel tanks and fuel? Well, we're, we're making great progress, Vince. Uh, for us, it's not too bad, you know. So there's two things. One, if you take a, a gallon jug of water and you put a little tiny bit of debris in the bottom of it and you have it about a third of the way full and you turn back and forth real quickly, you will see that the churning action of that water picks that debris up real easy. And so that's if you the, the comparison between that third of a gallon and a full gallon, if you did exactly the same thing, most of the debris with a full gallon will stay on the bottom. So that's the reason Vince is telling you that. Not only does it churn up the debris and, and crud at the bottom of your tank for your pump to have to suck up and, and uh, try to it'll plug that little sock up, uh, that's why. Number two is that the pumps are usually mounted in a vertical up and down position. So the motor, if you will, the little pump itself, the electrical part of that, is towards the the top part of your of of the little pump. Well, if you have gasoline, the gasoline that's in the tank's the only thing that cools that little pump. And so if you get down below that, then that is operating in the air, and it'll heat it up more, and you can actually burn the pump up. Actually, with running it out of fuel, you can, I've seen it burn a pump up in a brand-new vehicle. One time that happened when I was a service manager. Uh, they ran it plumb till it ran out of gas, uh, and it burnt the pump up. So I always told my kids this, it costs you exactly the same amount of money to keep your car full as it does to keep it on half. So if you, you're going to drive it anyway, just keep it full. Absolutely agreed. Now, half is the minimum, class. And there's, there's another reason, and, and Kyle alluded to this, and that is that the fuel pump is an electric motor, and it's cooled by the surrounding fuel of the electric motor inside the fuel tank. So what happens is, as you use fuel, fuel is delivered through uh, some plumbing, through some pipe 
through or tubing through uh, or under the floor of the vehicle from the gas tank in the rear to the engine where the engine's really hot, typically um, almost 200 degrees under hood temperatures. And then the excess fuel that's not used is returned back to the fuel tank, but it's heated up by the traveling to the engine compartment. So what happens is over time, as you drive, the fuel in the tank gets hotter, hotter, hotter. Okay, And that fuel that gets hotter because it's made the round trip from the fuel tank where it's cool up to the engine where it's hot and then gets returned to the fuel tank as warmer fuel, that hotter and hotter fuel in the gas tank is not able to cool the fuel pump as much as a larger amount of fuel in the fuel tank because you have more fuel in the tank to absorb the heat from the from the fuel that's returned to the fuel tank. I know it's complicated, so I'll just drop it right there. Next thing, um, heavy key rings. Don't do it. Don't put a lot of keys on the key rings because the ignition lock and the ignition switch can't take the weight. I see people that look like they, they're custodians at, uh, at buildings, and they've got like 40 keys, I'm exaggerating, on the key ring. Just have the fewest number of keys that you can stand on the key ring, and that will save the wear and tear on the lock cylinder and the ignition switch. Kyle? Yeah, true. Absolutely. I'll let you get to one other one maybe before the end of the show. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Here's, here's one. Uh, running the air conditioning. Okay. So how often should you run the air conditioning? Once a week. Even in the wintertime. And the reason for that is the air conditioning system, the compressor, has seals. Uh, they are synthetic rubber seals, O-rings. And if they stay moist, they will be less likely to wear out and leak and dry up and leak. So if you run your air conditioning system, even in the winter, for 30 seconds, you will keep that refrigerant and the lubricating oils in the system rather than not using your air conditioning for you know, the, the cool months, three, four, five, six months of the year. Your air conditioning system will last longer. That doesn't mean drive with the air conditioning on the winter. That just means cycle it for 30 seconds or so once a week. Kyle? Yeah, you can, and you can actually turn on your air conditioning system uh, with the heat. Let's say it's cold out and, you know, say it's zero outside and you want to defrost your windows. If you move your uh, your selector switch over there to defrost that kicks the air conditioning system on and because the, the your car uses the air conditioning system to dry the air to use to defrost your windows so that can that'll work as well and hiding a key let's say you have an old-fashioned key you know it's a metal key uh, the way uh, i have on my old trucks uh, you can hide a key and there's a great place to do it I don't want to tell you on the air because um, I don't want everybody to know. But it's in the book. But find a spot where you can hide a key where you can get to it. And in the gas cap is not a good place. Okay. And the magnets, I don't think they're all that great either. It's a really good place and it doesn't cost anything to do it. And you can think of it. I'm sure it'll come to you. Kyle, thank you so much for being in class today. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com.